Welcome to the First Time Facilitator Podcast. Whether you're a first-time facilitator or a seasoned pro, listen in for tips and tricks to make a bigger impact at the next workshop you deliver. And now, your host, Leanne Hughes. G'day everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Leanne Hughes, and I'm here to help you create unpredictable workshop experiences that predictably work. This is episode two of seven. It's a seven part bonus sort of mini series that I'm bringing out. I'm trying to experiment with things given the time. I'm not jumping on planes. I'm not actually out in workshops. So why not sort of experiment with the podcast? And this is really all about leading into introducing the epic episode I'm bringing to you next Monday where I've got over 20 facilitators sharing what they wish they knew when they started their facilitation business. So every day I'm dropping a little tip as well. I'm about 15 months into solopreneurship and there's a few key things I wish I knew. Now yesterday's topic, I was talking about mindset and the mindset of showing up and being consistent. So I wanted to balance that out with something a little bit more tactical. Now, what I'm going to share with you today is something that I knew I had to do. I I have known about needing to do this for a couple of years. And honestly, I only took action on it a couple of months ago and I wish I'd done it sooner. So what I'm talking about is building my email list, but using lead magnets to do that. Let me explain. I listen to a lot of marketing and business podcasts. I think that's What I love about building a business is actually the creativity that you can bring into that process and no more so with marketing. So I listen to people like Amy Porterfield, Sean D'Souza, who has been on this podcast, Donald Miller. We had JJ Peterson that works with Don on the podcast recently, as well as Pat Flynn. So they're they're the people that I look to for marketing advice, support lessons, and all of them say you need to build an email list. So of course, it's been in my head and I have been doing it, but not not putting a lot of focused energy into it. It's just been like, oh yeah, I've got to do that. And if you are on my email list, the flip chart, if you've been on there for a couple of years, you would probably realize that the emails have been pretty inconsistent. And I've even joked about that on the show, which is ironic given that yesterday's topic was about showing up. So what I'm doing, what I've been doing that's better this year is actually getting those flip chart emails out every fortnight, which has been great and developing a process around that which is awesome because then you get good intelligence on what people like to click, uh, what they're interested in reading, open rates. And I've noticed that since I put more energy into writing content and I haven't seen it as a chore, my readership level's actually gone really high. I've got about a 45% open rate, whereas last year it was around the 16 to 18% mark. I also changed email hosting platforms, which helped. I was using some some free tech. I was using MailChimp, which is look, I recommend just doing what you can to get started. Don't let tech get in the way. Don't let it be a distraction. So I, I used MailChimp, but after a while, it, was just, it wasn't enjoyable to use. And that's why I've switched and paid for ConvertKit, which I find super intuitive, easy to use. It's a joy to, act, to get in there and actually write newsletters. It's easy. Uh, so that's a barrier that I have reduced the friction on. So what is a lead magnet? It's just a fancy way of saying, hey, we'll give you something and in exchange, you're going to give us your email address. So you all know what it is. You've all been on websites where you wanted to read an article or download a checklist or get onto a webinar. And to do that, you had to opt in. You had to give them your email address, click a little button to say, yep, I opt in to mail outs. 
and that's you get you get some information in exchange for an email address. That's all a lead magnet is. So it's a lead and it's a magnet, it's something that attracts them to actually want to give their email address. I reckon like a few years ago, I would just give out my email address all the time, but I'm a bit more conservative now. And I don't know about you, but I've also set up, I've got like a Hotmail address now that I just used for opting in for these things because I know then what I'll get in response. So it is it is difficult, I would say now, because there's so many emails, so much noise to actually stand out with your email newsletter. But all of these marketing uh, gurus, I shouldn't really call them that. I don't know if gurus is the word, but they, the people that I look to for marketing advice, they still say building your email list is the best asset that you can have for your business. And Don Miller has gone as far as saying that the reason his company, StoryBrand, could pivot so quickly during COVID was because they'd created a sales sequence, a sales funnel, and they'd built their email list over the years. So that was their asset that they could use to send messages to. And I had delayed, well, like I said, I wasn't totally invested in creating my email list. I was looking at building the Facebook group up and LinkedIn and all of that. And that's probably the other thing. It's really difficult to focus on many different things. But looking back on this, I would have actually, before I left my job, created a good lead magnet. So what I've got on there at the moment is I created a PDF document. It's the five unpredictable ways to start a Zoom meeting that predictably work. It took me a few hours. I just got into Google Docs. I created like a cool header and a footer just in Canva, imported that, added my brand and colors to it. Uh, added all some links, also got five more tips, actually 10 tips in that PDF, 10 tips from my friend tours. Uh, Jonas is mentioned in there, Wanda's mentioned in there, Steph Clark, you you hear their names on the show often. Uh, So I mentioned some of their tips in that and then I popped it on the front page of my website. So you can download it there. You can also scroll down to the footer, download it there or you can hop onto leannehughes.com forward slash subscribe to get it there as well. Now, before I had that lead magnet on my site, I had just a general opt-in like, hey, sign up for my newsletter, which was so not interesting. The conversion rate, and this is what I love about ConvertKit, it tells you like how many people have seen your form and have actually opted in. The conversion rate for that newsletter was like 2 or 3%, which is terrible. So only 2 or 3% of the visitors on my site were actually signing up to get more information. Whereas um, I think the week that I put the Zoom document on there, the conversion rate was 43%. Last week it was 27%. Now it's 13%. So that's interesting. It's important to keep content fresh as well for new visitors. So what I suggest, okay, what was holding me back from doing this before? First of all, probably not understanding how important it was. It really is. And that's why I'm sharing this tidbit with you on today's uh, bonus episode. Second thing is, I think it's something that you can do um, any time in your business because you actually don't even need to have a website. You could link this lead magnet onto your email signature, which is what I've also done. Um, I've got, a, got it linked on my email signature so people can download it. I would probably say a little bit the tech was probably getting in the way, like just connecting up the PDF to creating the automated response. It took a bit more work in MailChimp to do that. It's it's very easy. Like it's still easy. It was just me not focusing on it. But when I moved to ConvertKit, I realized how simple it was just to create the form, embed it. It, it takes no time at all. And the biggest thing I think with a good lead magnet is actually identifying what your people need. So it's paying attention to a lot of the questions that I, A, people are asking you all the time 
what can you put into a PDF or what can you run a webinar on or create a video around to answer that? Or B, just having a look and seeing what are the common questions for people in your target audience are asking. So a good way to find that out is to hop onto things like the Flipchart Facebook group if you're into facilitation, Uh, maybe hopping onto LinkedIn and seeing what topics are being explored and, and what questions are being asked there. There's also a website, it's called answerthepublic.com. So you can search for things that are trending that are really relevant for your niche or target audience on there as well. It might give you a few ideas. And then it's simply a case of, yeah, creating a PDF, hopping into Canva, making it look pretty, using Google Docs, whatever your preferred uh, medium is. You can also shoot a video, like I said before, and just pop a two-minute response to that. Um, Just try to make it as easy as possible. I think what I, where I also got stuck when I was trying to make these like last year was I was trying to make it again, perfect, but it doesn't need to be that way. And I love uh, my friend Ronsley Vaz from Amplify. He has an awesome podcast. He runs the We Are podcast conference, but he says, when people are coming to your website, they want to stop their headache. They're looking for an immediate fix for something. So if you can think about what that headache is, why they're coming to your site and create your lead magnet around that, you, you probably find some really high conversion there. Plus, you're also serving your audience. So the next thing I'm going to do, as I mentioned in my stats, like in the first week it was launched, I had like a 47% click rate and it went down. What I think I want to do now is maybe every quarter switch up what that lead magnet is. And that's probably something that I'll be sharing with the show up community and getting us all to do together is creating lead magnet also peer reviewing them. Like before I even put mine out, I sent my lead magnet to Steph and to Mel Kettle and just go, hey, can you guys have a look? Uh, it's good to get that feedback, I think, just to validate, uh, make sure you haven't got any typos and the message is, is spot on. So that's probably something that I will like to bring into that show up group. So actually, if you are interested, doors are open right now, but they close next Tuesday, the 12th of May. Uh, so you can head over, over to leannehughes.com forward slash invitation to sign up as a founding member. It's the first time I have started this community. It's the first time I've opened uh, doors for founding members and the rate will never be this cheap again. So if you lock in your rate now, you'll get that rate locked in for the lifetime of your membership. One more tip I will give around lead magnets as well is it's probably worth spending a bit of time thinking of a pretty enticing name for it. Things that work effectively are um, are numbers. So like I said, the five unpredictable ways to start a Zoom meeting. So like using a number really boosts um, interest, I think. A bit of curiosity behind it. So what transformation are you taking someone on from not being confident to killing it in front of an audience? That would be an interesting, like a five-step checklist to do that. So think about the title of it. Probably put as much effort into the title as you would for the content because that's what's going to get people uh, grabbing it but also deliver on the content so don't let people down don't give it like a super sexy name and people go to download it and it really doesn't have a lot of information at all so you don't want to set people up for disappointment you want this to build your brand and you want people to start trusting you and give away some amazing content while you do that I hope today's tip has been helpful for you if you've got a lead magnet already if you've been doing this for a while awesome. I'm so pleased to hear this. Let me know how it's going. You can send me a tweet at Leanne Hughes or Instagram me, IG at Leanne Hughes as well. If you're just starting out and you only heard the words lead magnet for the first time, that's really cool. I love that quote. 
you know, when's the best time to plant a tree? Well, 20 years ago, when's the second best time to plant the tree today? So I'm glad you got some sort of awareness on it. Or you might be in that, that third category that I was in where you're like, I know lead magnets are important, but I just don't have the time and energy to do them. Hopefully this has given you a bit of insight into why I think it's important and why I wish I had started sooner. And if you've got any lead magnet ideas, again, I'd love to hear them. So let me know. Look forward to chatting to you tomorrow. And if you're interested in show up, it's leannehughes.com forward slash invitation. Ciao.